Hi, welcome to church today. The message you're about to listen to came from a recent gathering at our church. Be encouraged as you enjoy this message. I ask, Lord, that you will give me the tongue of an oracle, that I will speak only what the Holy Spirit wants me to speak, how he wants me to say it, and what he wants me to say. And I bless the ears of the hearing, that they will benefit from what heaven is saying. In Jesus' name. Amen. Alright, so the title of this message is Chosen for Destiny. Okay. Chosen for Destiny. I want everyone to look at their neighbour and say, I am chosen for destiny. With a bit more feeling than that. Okay? It's important. With a bit more feeling. Now, the Lord has been dealing with me <coughs> over a number of issues. Um, and part of that is how, how I serve him. Okay. Um, and he's said a number of things with respect to my destiny. Okay. And he said that I should speak from time. Okay, so this this kind of style that I I don't really preach, I just say what the Lord has said. And there's only one reason for that. And the reason is that he said to me, I have some things that I want to say to the people. I have some things, Nidji, that I want to say. So he says what he wants to say, and I just say it to you. It's just explaining it by how the Holy Spirit's revealed to me. Okay? And it's really because I'm under instruction, not because, you know, that's my chosen method, but it's literally to bless the Lord and just to be obedient. Okay? And this is part of the message today, really. Um, so, there are a number of points that the Holy Spirit has said to me, um, and I'm going to stick to it, and I'm going to say it as he said it, and explain it. Um, some of it might be hard, it, it might sound not brutal, but it, it, it might be hard to take, perhaps, I don't know. I hope not, I don't know. But it is here for a reason, he's saying it for a reason, I mean, this is the, I, I believe this is the Lord saying this, okay? So just hear with the ears of the Spirit. Amen. All right. Good, good, good. Okay. So the first thing the Lord said, um, Holy Spirit, my best friend, was this. Destiny is not something you choose. It's something I decide when I knit you together. Your destiny is simply what you are designed to achieve. Okay. So, I'm going to read the scripture in a minute, but... You're designed to achieve something. Okay? Yeah. Now, some of us may know this is what God, this is my destiny, this is what I'm, this is what I'm, I'm, I'm to accomplish. Some of us may be on the journey, some of us may not be. Either way, you are designed specifically 
Now, Psalm 139, 13 to 16, the Amplified says this. For you did form my inward parts. You did knit me together in my mother's womb. I will confess and praise you, for you are fearfully and wonderful. And for the awful wonder of my birth, wonderful are your works, and that my inner self knows right well. My frame was hidden from you when I was being formed. My frame was hidden from you when I was being formed. In secret and intricately and curiously wrought, as if embroidered with various colours in the depths of the earth, a region of darkness and mystery. Your eyes saw my unformed substance, and in your book all the days of my life were written before ever they took shape, when as yet there was none of them. So, the Lord has a book. He has a book of destiny. And every one of us has been picked out from that book. And what am I saying? I'm saying that he looks at substance, unformed substance of a human being. And he says, according to page, 5 trillion, 762 million, Whatever, right? Whatever numbers. And he says, right. I'm going to make today a worship leader, a man of music, a creator of divine poetry. I'm going to make a David Powell. Right? Just, just for an example. And he weaves the substance according to the destiny that is written in the book. And that's the design. And that's the destiny. And that will not change. So he forms us according to destiny that is already written in his book. To achieve something according to the purpose and plan of God, the Creator. In the last few weeks, my wife Tina has been saying, Oh, God knows the end from the beginning. And I understand what that means. He looks at the book and says, This is the destiny. And he looks at the substance that he's formed. The destiny is the end. This is what you're to achieve. This is your purpose. From the beginning, he knew that end when he formed you. You are made specifically to achieve something spectacular. Now, I can say this, right? And the reason why I can say it is because whatever God does is good. And has purpose. And he doesn't do anything that is not good. Right? And he is the master craftsman. So you are a masterpiece. Wow. No matter what you think you're going to do or not doing or not able to achieve, you are a masterpiece of God because he is the master craftsman. 
made for a specific purpose with destiny in mind. Right? Now lift yourself up, young woman, young man. Because God is saying you need to understand that you are a child of destiny. So I said to the Lord, okay, why all this talk about destiny? As you do, as you ask. I asked him, I said, what, what's, 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 what's this? And he said, I want my children to look back at themselves and see what's in them. See the purpose, the destiny that I have put, that I've made them according to, so that they are bold and they go for it.
Shoulders upward, and Samuel said, All the people 
will for that situation. And then, then we do it. You can't just say, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Not right. Because it's a little bit. Amen. 
see this like, and we had this in Emmanuel a couple of weeks ago, it's like a sat nav situation. Right? Now, those of us that know a sat nav, we know that the woman's voice or the man's voice gives an instruction. Right? And if you don't follow it, it does say, What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Stick to this course. All it does is recalibrate. You will say, Okay, I turn it to 100 yards.
Second Corinthians five ten says this For we must all appear and be revealed as we are before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each one may receive his pay according to what he has done in the body. The first thing you see in this verse is that it says revealed as we are. So, we'll stand one by one. And everything God has put in you, every attribute, spiritual attribute, what time you have, what gift, what gifting, what you've supposed to be walking in, it will be unbelievable. The smallest thing is your encourager. You didn't feel like you moved it. If you could sing for the Lord, you didn't want to do it, and you left it here in your back pocket. If you were supposed to be, you know, a man of great wealth, you could bless the body. to do that.
given himself and his attention to accomplishing in 1 Corinthians 3, 13. The work of each one will become plainly opening up, showing what it is. For the day of Christ will disclose and declare it, because it will be revealed with fire. And the fire will test and critically appraise the character and work, worth of the work each person has done. If the work which any person has built on this foundation product of his efforts, whatever survives this test, he will get his reward. But if any person's work is burned out under the test, he will suffer the loss of it all, losing his reward. or something other than what you were called to do. Try to say make sure you're the course of destiny, not some other course. Because there's the eternal reward at stake. Let's move on to the next one. Now this one the Lord is sharing with us what he's doing beyond our own personal business. And there are certain things that I have been withholding that will bring much glory to my name. So he's saying, that's what he's saying. I am not wasting this place for behaving or just that. I'm not doing just that. And he says, pray. I will choose your unborn children and even your children's children for these destinies. I said, Lord, what, why, why are you telling us this? What is this about? These are the destinies of the children that will be born into the tribulation for great what they will do for me. Your families. Pray that we be your grandsons as one of them. Pray 
firstborn daughter, I will be chosen for one of the destined for much glory comes in my name because of them. Because of how they lived in that time. How they persevered in that time. And I thought, we've got to check ourselves. Next thing that the Holy Spirit said to me was this. I want you to understand 
destiny is for my glory. My glory comes from things work according to my design and within my plan. It's all about God's glory. Not his design, his plans. Not your plans and your design. His plans and his design. Okay. Now, praise Jesus in this world. That's really wonderful. And I'm not saying these things are not great. But if it's not God's plan, right? If it's not his idea, Jewelry. Something that shines. 
refinery. What happens? We say only on special occasions will I wear that jewellery. Only on that day of year will I open up my jewellery box of trinkets and wear it for the Lord. Matthew 5, 14, 16 says this. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do men light a lamp and put it under a tech measure. But on a lampstand. And it gives light to all in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they will see your moral excellence and praiseworthy, noble and good deeds. And recognize and honor and praise and glorify your Father who is in heaven. So let your light so shine. Where your gifting, where your gifts, let them sparkle. Let your light so shine in this dark world that they will give praise to the Lord, the living God, because they will say, Wow, if that's what a child of God is, I want to be like that. If you're not, where are your gifting and operating it? They can't see the light. God is saying, open up your jewelry box, put it on, wear it. The final thing that the Lord said, and um, it's a bit, it's an extra, so one he said the other day, is this Your destiny is in two parts. The first part is in the waiting. And the second part is in the arriving and establishing. See that you receive both parts of my plan. So now he's saying, don't see the waiting period as separate from your destiny. He's saying it is part of your destiny. I'll explain. Let's look at Joseph. I've got the scripture there. Genesis 39, 20, um, 41, 37. I'm not going to read all of it. I'm just going to... So we know the story of Joseph. Okay, He had to wait for several years in a prison. Okay, After wrongly being accused of his wife. Before accomplishing his destiny by becoming the Prime Minister of Egypt. 
instructions for the ark. Specifically, he had to follow those instructions. He had to build it exactly as prescribed. Otherwise, he would not hold all the animal kingdom okay, on the three levels. He had to architect this and build it with his family. 50 to 70 years waiting When the Lord said, Run, you've done according to my command, now enter and close the door. And then we had the 40 days and 40 nights of rain, and the whole world was destroyed. They were bobbing up and down with the whole animal kingdom in that ship. It didn't break up in pieces on rocks, it didn't fall apart, it did exactly what was prescribed. says this, you will make history according to your appointed destiny, that the winds of time will carry you further than those that have gone before you. For I have commanded red seas to dry up just so you will arrive at the place of destiny, and Jericho walls to come down at the sound of your voice so you can be there. So press me in prayer for the things of destiny and align yourselves with my plans for your life for they will surely come to pass in the fullness of time. I'm 
unto my glory. this message. For further information, visit www.commonwealthchurch.org and feel free to join us on any Sunday 